Welcome back to Rough Cuts. Today we watched a movie about a satanic dog, and we really have to go over every scene about how adorable this dog was. So let's go ahead and start. So this dog was adorable. The dog was sitting there, and it was rolling around, and then it grabbed some borax and her face, and then it was just rolling around, and then when it grabs the leash, it's just petting them, and really this dog is just adorable. Oh, it's so adorable. Welcome to Rough Cuts, everybody. This is Boix and Ilion back with episode 5. Today we watched Satan's Dog slash Play Dead, uh, which is a fantastic film. And... <laughs> Hey, listen, this is the most film... Out of all of the films that we've watched, this is the most film. It's definitely a film, which is more than most of our movies we watch. So, yeah, I'll, yeah, uh, one, I'll accept it. Well, this one's also probably recorded on film. Most of the, Some of the other ones are done digitally, I'm sure. Like, Oh, that's movies. true. This is like, <laughs> So it's the most film, by sure. This is a camera pointed at a projector. It's great and fuzzy. That's at least you, there's oh no God, static. Yeah. This is a double film because it was recorded on film originally and then it was recorded on film again because there's no original of it. Our movie opens up with our main character, the Rottweiler, licking a woman's face who's trying to sleep outside in a very terrifying manner. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very aggressive licking. And we have no idea the context, but I'm sure we'll find out. And, and that transitions <laughs> to the most upbeat part of the film, which is the funeral. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, I have to. Okay, to, so to be fair, what the movie is trying to portray there is a mauling. The reason why it's failing and it's a dog just licking somebody and trying to wake them up is because this dog is the most well behaved dog that I've pretty much ever seen put to film. But not only that, it's also the dang cutest. It's so fucking cute. <laughs> this dog is incredible. This dog does not need to be in a horror movie. This dog should be in, like, every other movie we ever watched. But yeah. it's here for some reason. Yeah, no, this dog is... This This dog should have been replaced with Chevy Chase. <laughs> oh my god, no. can you imagine Chevy Chase just, just mauling some poor woman outside? Actually, no, I should imagine that. Never mind. Don't, don't, let's that probably fall. happened. Ooh, hmm. Ooh let's... Hey, Chevy Chase, let's brief aside. <laughs> don't, don't sue us. <laughs> don't, don't, don't sue me, please. I've, I've been in a legal problem already this year over something. I don't need another one. <laughs> so, so at the funeral, Cruella DeVille is introduced as as grandma talking to her, we find out later, niece, uh, which also has her uh, fiancé next to her, I believe. Yeah, it's kind of... We we assume that it's the fiancé. It's, like, some boyfriend or something. And and the only reason why we assume it's fiancé is because they seem really, really, really close. And the grandma, Satanic DeVille here, leans over and goes, like, you're not part of the family yet. So we're like, fiancé? It has I to guess? be. Like, that, that's the only thing that makes sense. So she gets mad at them, walks over to the casket of her sister, which we find out later, and drops a satanic symbol necklace into the casket, and then the scene ends for some reason. Yeah, once they leave, she drops it in kind of covertly, and 
then the scene's over. She they kind of argue with each other about like you were never here. I don't know. So there's just family drama. I like to point out that you might notice that we're talking about an introduction and setup and characters. There's characters. Oh my god, there's there's introduction and setup and characters. No other movie that we've watched has done any of these. <laughs> and not a single sign of two bumbling burglars. No, unfortunately. That is a sad part, though. That that part's <laughs> unfortunate. But generally, we get dropped in media res, right? Like, in the yeah. middle of the action. Things are already going. There's no setup or anything. And then the movie, like, screeches to a halt because it's realized that it's blown all of its load and should have probably had an act one. This movie does that. It has all of it. It's kind of nice. It's This movie was... This movie is super refreshing for this podcast. Like, if you've listened through the whole way, this is a film that... Boyks will probably disagree with me, but, like, I wouldn't mind if you... You should maybe watch this. This movie's not that bad. I didn't think it was terrible. There are parts of this movie I can enjoy from a filmmaking perspective. I would not say this is a good movie. (laughs) Let's, Let's go that far real quick. This is not a good movie. You could watch it and be entertained, though. I... I kind of liked it. <laughs> like, oh I, I found God. it entertaining. I liked it. I actually liked this movie a little bit. Like, it's just so weird. So we have the funeral scene. She drops in the pendant. And then we get a cut to her with the dog. So, okay, she's sitting there with the dog in a chair. The dog is absolutely adorable, panting, begging for pets. And she looks at the dog with dead serious eyes. She's like... We understand the power of Satan. Yeah, like we understand. And then, the then it cuts to the dog. It's like, yeah, yep, yeah, I love Satan. Yeah, like I love Satan. Like when are we gonna go to Satan? It's so weird because like this dog is. They do these close-ups of the dog, and it's just like yeah. panting with like that doggy smile that they have, and it's just yeah. super cute. We understand the power, you and I. What? We know <laughs> now. Oh, it's Don't so cute. <laughs> And they always, whenever they do this with this dog, I love this part of the movie. Because this dog is so cute. They feel like every time it's on screen and they need to make it seem scarier, they ADR in a bunch of growls. Like, they just put yeah. all these growls over it that are clearly not Because they know the dog. the dog was cute. Yeah, because the dog they is knew. not nearly threatening enough. Like, this dog, they get a Rottweiler because they're like, yeah, big scary Rottweiler. And it's like, hi, yes, I'm Rottweiler. I'm good boy. And it's like, oh, God, God, like, that dog is not <laughs> a scary Rottweiler. It's so great. She also introduces the dog's name, which is Greta. Not a very scary name to call your Satan dog Greta. Uh, just... <laughs> Throw that no, out there. Like, Probably should have chose a different name than Greta, but I appreciate the attempt, movie. Yeah, this <laughs> the idea of having this dog being super scary and also being named Greta, too. Also, just, it so undermines itself. It's like naming your main character John. Yeah. <laughs> he's the murderer. Yeah. Or, or like, if, if you had, like, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, there's death, famine, pestilence, and Dave. I was going to Greg, yeah. Like, Fucking... <laughs> just Dave. Come on. All right, Dave, Who the get fuck your is sword Dave? out and come help us start the apocalypse. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't please. matter if Dave has, like, a death mask and stuff at that point. He's fucking Dave. No, he's Dave. fucking Dave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then she's in the house with the dog, and her nephew comes by. So another part of the family. And he acts terrified of this super cute dog, which is kind of hilarious. He's being all like, oh, no, and uh, just kind of has this little scene with him about, like, Oh, you should go and talk to your sister, and I'm going to try and be part of the family again. So 
all, all of that kind of thing. And she introduces the dog to Dave, uh, to Dave, <laughs> to, her ne- to her nephew, <laughs> to the to Dave, to the fourth member of the, of the apocalypse, apocalypse, Dave. And uh, <laughs> but she introduces him, the the dog to him, and it's like, oh, this is Greta. And she's like, it's my Rottweiler. It's it's great. She's so mm. bougie. She's like super bourgeois. It's so it's just bourgeois. Yeah. Uh, my Rottweiler. It's really mm. amazing. And then... Well, you can tell she's a theater actor, oh, right? Oh, yeah. And she has to be. Because her, her whole performance is just all theater acting. Just classic stage. Yes. She's also... I do want to say, though, like, that's not necessarily a huge, like, knock against her. She is perfectly no. cast. She's really good. Yeah, she she was even in a movie before this as a satanic worshipping dog, you know. Dog lady murderer. again, yeah. It's fine. Which makes perfect sense. Honestly, it's weird that she'd be typecast as that, but I can see it. She's got, like, these great, Yeah, it's, like, like perfect. Like, you saw her walking down the street. Oh, yeah, she she worships yes. Satan and probably kills people with dogs. <laughs> She's got, like, yeah, these... She really has that face. She's got, like, these angular eyebrows and, like, really not features. <laughs> like, she's just got, like, that really cold kind of... She's, like, a perfect Cruella de Vil. If they actually yeah. made her Cruella DeVille, she would have been perfect as it. She's great. She, she's also apparently related to Gordon Ramsay, because the last name of the characters are the Ramsays. Yes. So, Hell's Kitchen, Hell's Doggo. It, it all makes, makes sense. sense. It's all one universe. She, um, so she also has this scene that I really liked. This is when it happens where, um, so, like, she kind of sends out the nephew, and we get a, a little bit of her motivation, I guess. Yeah. It's... The scene is really neat, although it's still very unclear to me, ultimately, how her motivation kind of ties together. But what she does is she goes to a cabinet and she pulls out something. And this is where I really wish that the movie was better quality. So it was picked up by Troma. And we talked about this earlier where you said, like, it's a film of a film. Like, they basically played the projector and then filmed it because they don't actually have the original like they, they must have lost the original that has to be it because when it was re-released it's re-released as this and it's really fuzzy and it, you can tell that it's like a re-recording of a previous recording like it's not an original and we did watch a youtube video of this but it's the exact same shitty quality on both the amazon re-release and the blu-ray yeah so, like whoever it is it, it's oof. still this fuzzy kind of awful uh re-recording but she pulls out, like, this little, like, knick-knack of some kind. It almost looks like dead leaves. And she's, like, holding it to herself. And she's like, oh, Sam, Sam. And she's monologuing a little bit about how much she loved this man, Sam. And, like, pull- and then pulls up his picture. And we get a neat scene of, like, it's kind of creepy where, like, the picture kind of comes alive and turns and looks at her. And she's in front of the mirror. And the mirror shatters mm. and then reforms. And, sorry, this is actually just before the nephew comes in. Because it's when the nephew knocks on the door the mirror yeah, breaks reforms. her yeah the mirror reforms yeah. and like draws her out of the spell basically it's super good uh symbolism it like, really is you get you get a look into her fractured mindset before the world shatters and she's brought back to reality it's it's really clever filmmaking yeah like it this is something that we don't talk about in any of these films because none of them have any clever filmmaking. No. There was, like, the one scene in Cop Dog where they had, like, the horror scene that was pretty oh, good. Yeah. That one was great. But, like, this one is that good or better, at least. Like, this one's actually a really good, like, kind of horror setup. It's really nice. And, yeah, so, like, she has this little thing about Sam, and it turns out uh, that Sam is the father of her, like, niece and nephew. So it's her brother-in-law 
and she had some kind of an affair with him and either like he broke it off and scorned her or like he died there's so there's kind of like this whole thing there and that was the rift between her and the sister and the rest of the family so we kind of get that motivation for the whole thing the nephew comes in sits down talks we introduce the Grootweiler, and then we have her driving over to the niece's house and this is where we get to know that she is perfectly satanic because she parks her damn car and there's a whole driveway and she parks the car like almost in the street still like she pulls into the driveway <laughs> but she does it where like there's no way that somebody could park in the fucking street behind her no one else can park in this driveway even though it's big enough for two goddamn cars and no pedestrians can walk across the sidewalk Park your car up the goddamn driveway, you bitch! <laughs> it bothered me so much. The, the best part about this is I can tell that you've ridden bikes on public transport <laughs> because this shit does nothing but bother you. Yeah, it, or me. I, I ride my bike everywhere, and it, this shit <laughs> fucking kills me. Yeah, like I, 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 I have had a truck that parked like this halfway over the the sidewalk oh while I was riding a bike, turning a corner. I ran into the side of the car, <laughs> yep. flipped over into the back of the truck. Yup. Yeah. This is a fucking. She is a satanic person but she's not a monster i mean she left the dog in the car but at least she lowered the window yeah she lowers so, all the windows and makes sure the dog's okay you can't call her a monster she's just a satanic <laughs> gives it gives her gives the dog a pat it's really great <laughs> yeah. yeah the dog is super super cute as it is in literally every scene i cannot stress mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. cute this dog is it breaks the scales that we have it's incredible and uh, as an off off uh, message i guess real quick because of how cute this dog was, this movie actually increased the amount of adoptions of Rottweilers for a little bit after it got released in 86, which is kind of crazy. Did it really? Yes. That's amazing. That oh my god. This movie got more people to adopt Rottweilers, and it's supposed to be a horror, like, terror movie. Yeah, I, I honestly a thousand percent can understand that. We'll get about how this movie is horror, though, in a little while, too, because I think that part of the reason why people don't like this is that, oh boy, did it get mismarketed. But, yeah, yeah so uh, she goes and she, it turns out she's pulling up to the niece's house, and she comes in and starts talking to the niece, and she's trying to patch things up. She, they have this little scene where, like, they're having tea, and she, she's like, I'm so sorry, like, thank you for letting me come inside. I, I know that we didn't have a good start, but, like, now that she's gone, I want to be part of the family again, and we get like yeah. a hug between them but then you can tell immediately that well actually because when they hug she does like the little mug at the camera right like she looks at the camera and like stops crying and immediately like has this like haughty bourgeoisie look again like of disgust at how much she yeah, like despises these people kind of thing so you're like oh, okay yeah this is absolutely an act by this character as she hates all these people yeah and she goes oh and i brought you a nice dog and uh, she's like, come and meet Greta, and takes her outside and shows her the Rottweiler. And so she's going to give this satanic murdering dog to her niece as some kind of plot. So she does give the dog to the niece. There is a small scene right before she comes up to the driveway and parks her car like a fucking asshole. Mm. Where she gets the dog from obedience school. I think this is supposed to be a flashback to when she got the dog. Because it doesn't make sense otherwise. I, I think that it makes sense. I think that it makes sense otherwise. But I, I don't know. It, it's a little yeah. bit unclear. As it's just exactly a really weirdly edited scene. It is weirdly maybe? edited. I, I think that it still kind of yeah. makes sense to be like that she's picking the dog up. Because it's, it is weird though that she has the dog before that. 
that, and then the dogs at obedience school right after that. So it, it it feels like it could be either or, and it's not entirely clear where it is. But we get yeah, we get this kind of flashback. But yeah, she gets the dog. She takes it into her garage from mm-hmm. a little side door, which is actually her Satan ritual garage. Yes, that she's definitely decorated with a bunch of candles. Yeah, the set uh, design on this is actually pretty good. They they show a lot of different like shots of like vials and then like candles and things like that. They have some very out of place ones though. Like they just shoot a cage like of mice, and it's like, wait, is that going to be like sacrificed randomly? or something? And then, yeah, later on they show an owl. So I think that maybe they just didn't have yeah. it in the scene yet, and so that's why the mice don't make sense. But before she gives the dog, she does the satanic ritual to put Satan in the dog because before. Mm. All she had was a cute doggo that was like, yeah, I love Satan, but didn't have the demonic presence that it needed for screen presence to be in this film. So she had to do that first, and and then she gives the dog to the uh, niece. That's important, because that satanic ritual garage comes up later oh it's yeah Yeah. no that's a major plot point for sure like there's a there's a lot of things that happen well i mean there's a few things that happen in it for sure so yeah she inhabits satan into this dog gives it to her niece the niece is like which is a a good hobby when you're you're (laughs) yeah i think that's all that it is is she's just like like she's just bored (laughs) really Like, you can do knitting like, circles some or you can do up... like pentagrams what would you like <laughs> yeah yeah some seniors pick up bingo some seniors pick up crosswords some of them pick up the nintendo wii for exercise she just you know picked up satanism and put a demon in a dog yeah satanism These and dog training perfect you things. know it's fine so <laughs> the niece has the nephew over after that like there's this there's yeah. not a great transition here either. I don't. I never understood why the nephew was over. But so there's like a couple of weird transitions Reasons? at the beginning. There's there's some wonkiness yeah. at the beginning where like some of the time doesn't quite make sense. Where it just kind of like things just happen. Like he just kind of shows up and you don't really know why. They're but they're in the house together because. I made the assumption that maybe they're in the house together because, like, the mom died, so they're staying in her house and, like, cleaning it out before they sell it. Yeah. But they never, like... It's a reasonable assumption. They never say that, though. Like, that's just kind of a thing that people do when someone dies. But that that's us interpreting the movie, like, trying to put meaning into it. The movie doesn't actually tell you. It's just kind of there. So they're, like, there having dinner and then washing dishes and just chatting, having a nice little family night. And then he goes and uh, leaves the house and goes to his car, and we get the perfect crime. So oh the my dog God, this scene is, is set up so well. This is amazing, <laughs> and this is where the marketing comes in a little bit. I, we'll get into it again a little bit more later too. Holy shit! I love this. What? Is the car gonna like run him over or something? Or, or like. Oh, yes! The dog's gonna run over! What? Or... Who is driving car? Dog is driving car? <laughs> How could this be? Oh my god, this plan! Wait, what? It was the dog's oh plan to get him hit by another car. This is the most convoluted million piece <laughs> plan, and I love it. <laughs> Holy shit, the perfect murder! The dog is sitting beside his car when he goes to leave. He's got like this convertible. And he's like, oh, hi, dog, and like gives it a pat. And then he jumps in the car and tries to start it, and it 
doesn't start. So he goes like, oh, what the hell? Gets out, goes to the front, opens up the hood, and starts like grumbling and stuff under the hood. And the dog sneaks around the car and jumps in where he can't see because he's got the hood co- like blocking him yeah. into the driver's seat. And it's like, okay, so what's going on here? And eventually he like gets frustrated enough with the car that he goes to look at the driver's seat again, walks around the car to the driver's seat, and the dog like jumps out and s- jump scares him, like jumps at him and he barks. Just, he just spooks him. Yeah, it gives him. him a spook. But it's the spook of death because it mo- makes him uh... go backwards into traffic where perfect timing, he gets plastered by a car. And this is the better part of it, is that then the dog actually goes and puts the car into gear to cover up the crime because it's and, and make... jumps out. So it looks like the car drove, like started to drive over him, and he jumped out of the way. Yeah. So it makes like, it's... can we talk about how big of a galaxy brain this dog is? Yeah. Like I Holy said, it, shit. it is literally perfect crime. Like it's this whole thing where, like, I at the time I called it, I was like, oh my god, did the dog cut the brakes on the car? But that wasn't convoluted enough. Like, the dog had... No, it's set, even worse. The dog sets this up. Later on, we find out that the battery was removed from the car. So the yeah. dog takes the battery out of the car and then, like, waits for that, a car to I come I just by. realized that means the dog also opened the hood. Yes! And reclosed yes! it. Holy yeah! shit, this dog is smart. I know, it's fucking wild. What a good dog. And so, like, this whole thing is, the the guy... So, the, like, put this in your brain. Even if you were a person, you have to know to, like, cut the leads and stuff on this car quietly and, like, make it look like you didn't fiddle with it. Then you also yeah. have to time it where you can time traffic on this street and jumping out at the guy... So that he falls backwards into traffic without you even touching him. And then you've got to, like, know to put the car in gear so that it makes it look like the car, when he went under the hood, the car started to go forward because he hadn't parked it properly. And that's what scares him and makes him move into traffic. Like, it is fucking unbelievable the steps that have to go into this crime. It's incredible. Clearly, I don't think the dog was even planning to get him killed. I think that was just an accident. I think this <laughs> dog did nothing wrong. This dog this did dog nothing just, wrong this whole he movie. He was just... Th- this dog was just holding uh, an epic prank for for her YouTube channel. Oh, God. And it just all went horribly wrong. Yeah, the dog was just having fun, and it just accidentally did all of these things. That actually Yo, dog, makes... you just got... Pr- oh. oh, my God. We can honestly explain this whole movie through that. But like, <laughs> So we'll get into that. But yeah, the dog does this whole yeah. crime and covers it up. And that's where, like, the marketing for the movie is a little weird because it's, like, marketed as, like, dog from hell and, like, big snarling dog yeah. on the front. So you're expecting, like, big mauling, like, gore scenes and stuff. And it's that is not what happens here. This is a whodunit with a dog yeah. as the crime. Like, it's like the, like, the detective in the parlor and he's like, there's one, he's like, there's someone in this room who was the murderer. Like, it's that kind of thing. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. And it, like, cuts to all of the different characters in the film. And one of them just happens to be a dog. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. Right. yeah. That's what this film it's like, is. Like, it's here's so the great. man with the monocle. Here's the lady with the fine dress. Us cute little poochie. <laughs> here's the guy with the yeah. <laughs> eye patch and the scar. And, oh, oh, yeah, of course, it's the guy with the eye patch. No, you idiot. It was the it dog. It was the cute poochie. So the, the dog commits <laughs> oh, this horrible which, crime. Which could have been done way better than this movie did, by the it way. It could but... have, yeah. 
but it's still I, it's um, still serviceable. It's definitely so so pretty decent. They do have a detective, mm-hmm. but before we get to the detective and the whole plot line of trying to figure out who's killing these people, we have to instead have a fairly graphic softcore porn scene. For yeah. literally no reason. Not fairly graphic. This is the other part of, like, the marketing it's like, of it. It's like dongs? Yeah. Definitely a dong. We had an argument about this. So, they, basically, the niece uh, finds her fiancé or something. Like, she she comes out screaming and sees, like, the yeah. body or whatever. And then, like... Because her brother just died. Yeah. And then she comes back with her fiancé, boyfriend, and um, her fiancé... <laughs> Her Beyonce. Ooh. So she takes... You know, I don't know why, because he didn't put a ring oh, on God. it. That's why. <laughs> yes. So she takes Beyonce home, and uh, <laughs> she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I just watched my brother die, kind of thing. And then they just get to straight fucking, then they bone down, and it is. Yeah, it's just like. Oh god, there's so much is a, so much skin of people I did not want to see. It's a really <laughs> like they film it for a like it's a good like 3 4 minute scene that's really like It goes on way and too it's long. Really close up scenes of like close up shots of like panties and like boxers yeah. very slowly being pulled down and like If you're going to get naked for a movie, don't make it play dead. Yeah, yeah. Really, this is not the no. Film. And so, like, it it's done. Um, really, it's absolutely softcore porn. They go as close to the yeah. line as they possibly can to actually like showing dick and vag without getting there. Like, they they get real close. Like, there is almost nothing. There's very very little between that and full frontal nudity. But like, you know that like there's they would probably not be able to get the rating that they want if they showed it. So they, like, oh, cut sure. at the last possible seconds. And during this, too, like, this is, to me, we kind of had an argument about this, where you were saying that you thought it was pervy director. And I kind of mm. feel like it was, um, well, at the time you said that anyways. I yeah, I think it. I think that's still, like, a good it, it, guess. It's not a bad guess. I don't think that that's out of the realm yeah. of possibility. But my thought was that, like, the director did this film because this film is really kind of, like, slow tension building and like a lot of like like there's not a lot of gore and stuff that happens in this at all like it's very very tame and the marketing for it though is all like just like i said like satan dog like orgies it's it's that kind of marketing yeah. where it's marketed as like this super maulings everywhere and like gory b movie schlock from the 70s and it ends up being this whodunit that's really kind of like just a suspenseful movie rather than any kind of a gory movie. And I feel like this was kind of hastily thrown in to be like, okay, listen, if we're going to market this movie, we've got to give them something. And so it's like, all right, obligatory sex scene. Here you go. You have to have it. And it kind of explains how like just slapped in it is because it makes no sense that this would be where they have this sex scene. Like, She's witnesses witnesses her brother die, and they go home and bone down. It's just so yeah. disjointed. It's, it's really weird. It's really out of, like, tonally it's away from the rest of the film, too. Like, unlike most of our films, like, this one doesn't really whiplash back and forth very much. And this scene is, like, the exception. This is about the most whiplash we've ever had. Because it just goes from, like, this tragic scene of the, the crime to suddenly, all right, let's fuck. And it's real weird. 
But the whole time, they also make a point of having Greta, the dog, like, kind of, like, peeping in through a peephole kind of thing. Like, there's... So, that dog is a perfect. yeah, like it's, but it's so heckin' cute. I can't feel bad about it. Like it's like got this it's like, like big yeah. dog smile. Like yeah, you're about to get it on. Yeah, it keeps cutting away from this erotic Greta, sex scene to like the dog watching and like <laughs> doing the doggy <laughs> pants smile. It's oh, and my note for that is just Greta like sex. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, yeah. And then we get uh, another scene of the the cop being introduced. So we have detective guy they kind of set him up like a columbo or something where he's just like a messy detective dude he's got his car broken down on the side of the road and we don't know that he's a detective yet he's just like this schlubby guy in a wrinkled suit and so he's discount columbo uh discount columbo slash slightly better john mccain yes <laughs> so he's sitting there on the side of the road yeah you you call him john mccain you're, you're not raw uh, john mm -hmm. mcclain Sorry. I, I'm John, definitely not Although wrong. John John McCain also works because he looks like him. No, it's it's one hundred percent John McCain. He looks like McCain. Are you kidding yeah. me? So the uh he's sitting on the side of the road with his broken down car and a cop pulls up and he's like, Alright, uh he's like, What's the problem? He's like, Oh, I need your car and he like just leaves this detect this uh rookie cop here and he's like oh i'm taking your car see you later and he's like no you can't do that and he's like no i'm detective see ya and he just like takes the guy's car and the guy's like what the hell do i do now and he's like even kicking the tires like angrily he's like yeah, no i'm in the middle of we as an audience are also like what the fuck why did he yeah, do he's that? Just a dick like they just set up this guy as a total asshole he just leaves this poor rookie cop there like abandoned on the side of the road with his broken ass like old detective car and just takes his cop car and i don't know really know why they have that scene other than to just set up that this guy's kind of a dick but he goes and it's this is our detective so he starts setting up yeah. like an investigation into how this crime happened we have a little scene of like that don't a couple of little scenes don't really matter here of like another satanic ritual by the granny who's deciding like uh she gets to see the crime like it, it shows her what oh, happened yeah. like she gets like this prescient vision she, of... she like presses a pigeon to death or yeah, something yeah it's really weird yeah that one's a little gory she actually like she like sacrifices yeah. a pigeon and it's like doing like this blood ritual and then it like flashes into the the crime of like the guy getting hit by the car and stuff so she gets to see what yeah. happened so i guess it's just setting up that like she knows that this is all happening and it, it's just to keep establishing that she's ultimately behind it i guess and um anyway so we get uh the detective doing it and i really like the detective doing the investigation stuff like he's they do some smart things so it's him and we get texas cop as well right like yeah texas sheriff yeah i get texas sheriff and like the old guy and they they kind of have like the loose cannon storyline with it a little bit like i'm a loose cannon yeah, the old every guy's time like i walk on the scene i'm gonna be finger gunning yeah the texas, like that type the of texas guy. cop keeps on going like like man they always said that you were wild i didn't know what it'd be like working with you though and so because he's got like these whack theories she probably suffered severe psychological stress which may or may not have anything to do with it right well now the way i got it figured the girl probably feels a lot of unconscious hostility toward that brother of hers. I mean, after all, he's the one having a good time, and she's been shackled with her mama in the funny part. Uh, mm. uh, it's not enough to kill her own brother. Ah, uh, maybe yes. All right, I figured out the crime. She got real mad at her brother, and then she contacted Satan, put him into the dog. 
Yeah, go on. <laughs> it's all making sense. I, I know this didn't happen, but I imagine him every scene just one hand on his hip and a finger gun pointing at a weird Oh, God, angle. yeah, this guy's got such a Texas accent. He, 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 he has to old, have that. Old boy, like, old Texas boy. Like, yeah, yeah, you imagine him, like, I see him with a, like, 10-gallon hat, even though he never wears it. But, like, yeah, in my mind, He never wears one, but my mind vividly yeah. has that. Yeah, he yes. has it. He's so Texas. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so he's... They've got this whole thing set up where he, he's like, he starts setting up the crime and he's like, you know, it doesn't make sense. And the guy's like, well, no, it's just an accident. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, here, we'll go out and test it. And so he, the guy, the other guy is like, kind of told him, like, it's clo closed and shut. Yeah. But he does this really smart thing where they take the car and, that the guy had that was broken down. And they're like, well, yeah. could this have happened the way that we have like kind of set up like would the car move forward and run him over so what they do is they get the one cop to sit in front like uh in front of the car like he's working on it and the other one to be in the car and put it into gear and he's like can you stop the car like is the slope on this hill like where it was parked enough that you would not be able to stop this parked car because really cars on a hill like you can push them like it's not that they're suit yeah it's and it's not, like, a particularly large car. No. It's, like, a convertible. Exactly. And, like, you can... If, if you've ever done that in real life, I mean, you can push cars out of ditches and stuff like that. Like, they're on wheels. They're heavy. But it's not like you can't stop it. So they want to see if it's, like, something where it would get enough steam on this hill that he wouldn't be able to stop it because the slope is too much. And they kind of determine, like, no, this doesn't quite make sense. Like, he's like, no, I can I can stop it. Like, it's not a problem. And he's like, let it, like, roll a little bit. And he's like, no, like, it's not a problem. And so they're kind of like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. I don't know. It doesn't add up. So he goes to talk to the uh, niece. Although I do want to say mm. we have a very brief scene here, which I, I loved because we have Jeff is his name. It's uh, Beyonce. Yeah, the, the fiancé The fiancé yeah. Jeff. Uh, I, I, I want to keep calling him Beyonce, though. Can I keep calling him Beyonce? Be Beyonce <laughs> so Jeff. Beyond, <laughs> Beyonce Jeff goes and uh, death flags really damn hard. We get, like, another gratuitous oh, naked scene. He is a fucking asshole to that Yeah, dog. like, he death flags really hard by just being a dick to the dog. Like, just, like, a little bit. Like, just for no reason. He just, he goes to, like, put down its food and he's kind of, like, teasing it and stuff. She's like, be nice to the dog, Jeff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, alright, so he's next to die. Like, it's so obvious when it does it. It's like, oh, yeah. They're setting up for the reason why he gets to die. And he, they have this little shower scene and the dog's, like, creeping in on them. And it's got, like, dun, 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 like, that, jaws. That scene was literally just to add more nudity yeah, to the Yeah, movie. it was just, There's like, this. no point to that scene. It's just a gratuitous, like, scene to add nudity like, nudity, like I said. And we have a neighbor that knocks on the door. And then that, like, spooks the dog from killing them. So then they, they're fine. So we go back and uh, the detective's talking with the niece and is, like, trying to interview her and see like maybe she killed him like that's kind of his theory well, at this point it makes perfect sense for the niece to be it right like from from the cop's perspective the the scenario described does not make sense and the niece is the one that has the most to gain if her brother died she gains more from the will of her mother which was introduced at the beginning so i mean logically oh no no no, no, no yeah absolutely together it's yeah great. no all the, this movie has a plot 
and logic and like clever yeah. scenes where and, like the cops actually do cop stuff that makes sense and works like, out like it's like we didn't have to call it cop shit no it was actual cop it was actual shit. cop shit i was like listen i trained to become a police officer at one point and 90 percent of the people that i was with they wouldn't have thought to do any of this shit like that was smart like it was no. really well done like it was a good thing like where he set it all up and figured it out so it was a nice Nice little change of pace where this movie's kind of clever in a lot of ways. So they have um, the... Oh, the other thing that the shower set up, I actually have a note on this, is close your damn oh, yeah. doors. Because it sets up that this dog can open, like, the sliding door because she leaves it outside to eat. And in the set, the shower scene, the dog, like, kind of nudges the door open. But the door was already at least a little bit open. It's kind of great. Like, they try to set it up like the dog opens a closed door. But it always... Like, oh, my God, that dog's so smart. No, you just didn't close the but door. But, yeah, it always maybe. starts from where, like, the door is, like, it's a sliding glass door. And it's open, like, an inch so the dog can, like, stick its nose in and then nudge it open. It's great. It's super cute when it does it, too. So it's supposed to be, like, this yeah. terrifying thing, but it's actually really cute. So he interviews the the niece, and then we he kind of goes away suspicious, but like not really having any reason to entirely suspect her, right? So he goes and talks. He wants to go and talk to the um, aunt as well later on. So he yeah they kind of yeah they kind of get that part, but at the same time, the neighbor lady, I think it's the same one that interrupted during the sex scene, uh, the, the, the like the shower it must scene. Be, it it but... kind of looks like the same woman, but it's not really set up. Like they have a very awkward cut from that. Like there's just this woman that knocks on their door when they're having the shower, and they're like, oh, and they like leave the shower, and the dog runs away, and then they yeah. and then it just caught cuts. So, like they don't actually show so, why she was at the door or anything, but she comes back. I, and, I guess you could infer that she came back. Yeah, I. But but either way, she comes to the house. Mm-hmm. She she uh, says hello to the niece. She's like, "Hey, my plumbing's broke. Can I get naked in your house and take a bath?" Yeah, this is a new and it's a, definitely a new scene. Like it's, it's right. definitely jumped forward in time. So it's like I think it's the same lady between both scenes. But it's yeah, very it's, gotta di- be, yeah. it's very very different from like when she knocked. Like it's definitely like a different time because there's stuff that happened in between. No question. And so yeah, so she goes and has a bath in this stranger's house, which is. More than a little bit, and, and then the niece, the niece goes to another room and falls asleep, like you do when you have your neighbor in your house. But the the dog, yeah, the dog is like, oh, I know what to do. <laughs> so, so we assume the dog's just being pervy again. It nudges the door that's open. Been established. Yeah. It nudges the and nudges open. the door open. Comes, comes in from outside, and then creepily stares at her in the tub. Huggy. What a good dog! Okay, why is it killing the random neighbor though? I guess just Satan dog. And who is she talking to? The dog? Yeah. Oh, she is. Look how cute the dog is. Also, why wouldn't you? What are you doing, lady? <laughs> oh my God! This... That's great. That is ridiculous. <laughs> but that's not at all what's happening. The dog notices a plugged-in hair curler on the floor, picks it up in in her mouth, yep. and 
walks over to the tub, and the girl's like, oh, puppy, put that down. You're not supposed to be holding that. Aww. And then the dog drops it in the tub like a fucking maniac. Yeah, it's so good. I love that I called the scene again. <laughs> I, I called a few of them, and I feel really glad about that, like, at least partially, where I was like, it didn't cut the brakes? And then on this one, I'm like, oh, man, I yeah. hope it drops a toaster in the bathtub. And it does! Yeah. It takes a hair curler and drops it in the tub like a plugged-in curler. And I love, my note for the death here is electric dot 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 death, question mark, because... It's more like wiggling in the tub for like 30 seconds. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's really well acted and done, like at least in, certainly in comparison to most of the other things that we've watched, like, and it's very much a product of its time, like it looks like a 70s kind of movie. It's actually an 80s movie, but it's really early 80s and it it still has that feel. Yeah, yeah. So like... Shot in 81. Yeah, so. it, it's it's kind of on that edge, right? Like, it's, it's kind of that style of thing. An, an indie movie in the 80s, which means that it's kind of like a 70s movie. So it's, like, a little bit low budget, and it, it's got that film grain and things like that. Oh, man, the death scene is so bad. Like, so they don't have any special effects for it at all to show that she's being electrocuted. So this poor actress just has to, like, wiggle to try and make it look like she's being electrocuted, and it is hilarious. It's so, so far off from what I would imagine and a death in a bathtub would be for that. It's great. Yeah. So we, we get her wiggling around, and then the uh, niece wakes up. I don't even know if we she ever had a name for the niece. But she wakes up. Uh, Audrey? Maybe. That sounds right. Maybe. So she gets up and, like, sees the girl dead in the bathtub and screams. Co- calls the cops again. The cops. Calls the yeah, cops. Yeah, now the cops are really suspicious because. At this point, yeah, there's two deaths. There's a lot of people dying in your house, lady. At her residence, randomly. Uh, but. They have to discuss it over ice cream that they got at the shop in Airbud 5. Yes. Yeah. Because that's incredibly important. Oh my god. Like, when we talked about this, we were like, okay, so is this just the Airbud universe? Because, like, all the dogs can just do human things? Like, this dog is doing all these crap, yeah. advanced crimes? Yeah. And then the next scene is this cop getting ice cream exactly in the same style yeah. as in Airbud yeah. 5. And it's like, oh god damn it, it does work! He's in the Baskin Robbins! It's all ties together. <laughs> so yeah, he... He comes and he is like interviewing them, and he interviews interviews the the aunt as well. Yeah, and yeah. Um, like he has this whole conversation where he's like talking to the partner, and he's like, "Well, because the guy's like, well, it doesn't make sense that she'd do this though. Like, it doesn't. She doesn't seem like the type. Like he's that. So they're kind of discussing like, well, it it makes sense that she would have killed both of these people." Except Correct. for the fact that she just doesn't seem like she has the attitude or anything, right? Like, she doesn't seem like a murderer. It doesn't feel right. Because she's literally freaked the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and... Which is totally fair. Yeah, and, and they're like, it, it just doesn't... She doesn't act like a murderer. And so they're having this discussion, and I have this note. I have to do this, because this is a great scene. The schlubby detective, not the Texas cop, the Texas cop is like, well, it doesn't make sense. And the other cop goes, well, but the only people that were in the house were her. And then he looks at the camera and he goes, and the dog. But you'll have to admit, it looks a little bit fishy, though. This is the second one to die recently, and you were the last one to see them. Just you. And the dog. <gasps> and it cuts! And, like, he, like, has, like, this scene where he's, like, he's, he's like, the, the b- wheels are starting to turn where he's suspecting the yeah. dog. It's great. 
And it's and it like hard cuts yeah, it, too. It's, it's not it's even the like hardest a shortcut, cut in the film just, by far. Like there's not really a yeah. lot of hard cuts. Like there's there's no time to think about it as a viewer. No. It's just, all right, well that's it done. Next scene. instantly goes away from it. It's so good. So it cuts from that, and he, he starts. So he's starting to suspect the dog, and we have uh, a scene of the niece. It's so good where she's got the dog collar. So the aunt picks up the dog and goes yeah. like, oh, I've got to take it to obedience school. And she's like, I, I need to get it back to obedience school. And she grabs the dog from the niece. And it, it's to like renew the Satanism in it and stuff too, which is weird. Yeah, like, well, so she kind of takes it. Okay, Satanism in a dog is like batteries in a Game Boy. It lasts maybe eight yeah, hours, right? Yeah, you've got to so. constantly be sacrificing new things to this dog. Can, can you imagine how many demons she went through in one playthrough of murder? <laughs> murdering her family? <laughs> <laughs> a family murder? Oh, God. Oh, God. Can you imagine <sighs> if she had a Game Gear dog instead? Oof. So, but there's like this moment where the niece is looking down and she's like, she gets like this voiceover kind of thing and stuff and it's like oh just remember to keep the dog collar on it it's just got sentimental value for me kind of thing as the dog's gone uh out at yeah. obedience school and she's holding the dog collar in her hand and she looks at it and it's a fucking pentagram so there's yeah. like this whole thing where she's like oh just leave the dog collar on for me dear it's this thing that's sentimental value and it's this goddamn pentagram and the niece is just kind of like huh that's weird. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll leave it on. Oh. And that never ha Nothing comes of that? It just shows it no. there. It's so good. It's the, incredible. Can we, can we point out how absolutely stupid this family is? Yeah, it, they're real. Well, Holy I guess... The, I mean, the aunt isn't, but yeah, everybody no. else is incredibly dumb. So the oh she has God. this whole thing where she takes the dog to obedience school and then she gets... Uh, the, renews the Satanism in it. And the dog is very visibly, like, somebody, like you said, somebody's holding, like, some chicken or something off screen. Oh, it has it to be a treat or something. It's so cute. she's doing this big satanic ritual to it. And the dog's sitting there like, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, this the most excited, happy look on this dog's face the whole time. I have never seen something so excited for Satan. It's, it's adorable. It's so good. Aww. Yeah, it's just begging for more pets. It's super cute. I think I literally wrote seven different lines in my notes for this movie. That is, what a cute dog. It's so cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's so many <laughs> like, scenes Half of my notes are just that. Yeah, where it's like, oh, wow, this dog is, like, distractingly cute. Like, it's not supposed to yeah. be this cute. And this is yet another one of those ones where it's like, they're trying to, like, ADR growls over this dog that's just, like, panting happily, well, staring at this woman it, doing a satanic ritual. It's great. I mean, at this point, if you want to make a slasher movie, you can't just have two deaths. That's really boring. No. So they have to continue the deaths. The The niece and her fiancé go out to play tennis because it's the 70s and they're white. Yes. And, and after they're done playing tennis, they start walking back through the park, and the niece is like, Aw, shoot, I forgot a thing at the tennis court. Huh. Oh, big golly. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. So she goes back to the tennis court to get the whatever she left, and Beyonce falls asleep yeah, at a random tree in the middle of this very populated park, and the dog is just, like, really cute and, and licking his hand and, like, nudging him. He's like, man, I want more pets. Why are you lying down, human? Give me pets. Yeah, the dog is obviously begging for more pets, and they're trying to set it yeah. up as if the dog is, like, checking to see if he's awake. 
But it, it really yeah. comes across as like this dog is just desperately trying to get this person to give him some love. It's great. Or to give her some love. Sorry, the dog, Greta. Yeah, Greta. Yeah. So, so the dog is being held by a metal chain, yeah. which is its leash. And yeah, it room. uses that metal chain to wrap around the tree that Beyonce is sleeping at and wrap Beyonce's own hand yeah. to his neck yeah. so that he chokes himself so out yes. with his own hand and then loosens it. And they, so, oh my God. Okay, so she she finds that her fiancé has died. Well, I, dude, I just, I, I need to, con- and again, clearly set this up. So it doesn't just... The dog doesn't just wrap the chain around the tree while the guy is sleeping and choke him out with it. It does it in such a way, like, I just want to stress again, like you said, that his own hand chokes him to death. So his hand is caught in the chain and choking himself to death. This is an important plot point later. It's so good. So, yeah, and then it, like, once he's dead, it runs back and, like, goes and lays down at his feet to pretend like it's been sleeping there yeah. the whole time. Oh, I've just been sleeping the whole time. I don't know oh, why you got in a fire. God, <laughs> like, so come on, good. dog. Who's going to believe that? How dumb are you? Well, everybody believes believe that. Yeah, everybody's going to believe that. That's <laughs> so good. That's just, how dumb are these people? It's so dumb. So so, so they cut to the coroner's uh, office. Well, oh, let's see. no, 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 no. You know, you do not get away from that because I have a note for this where she comes okay. back and there's one of the things is there's a million people screw, like in this park. When we zoom out, like it's been close shots of him, and when you zoom out a bit, there's like a dozen people within fifty feet of him. There's so like, like everybody. Nobody watched this dog murder right? like, him. But anyways, she runs back and then she sees him and she like screams and. The scream just kind of keeps going and going, uh, and it's and it's for like really a minute. bad. Like she is not. I I talked about how good the acting in general in this film is. Like the ant in particular is actually fantastic. The schlubby cop is really really good too. But like this niece is awful. She's so bad, and she's just doing this. Like you said, like ah scream. And they hold on it, and hold on it, and hold on it, and eventually you said, you can cut now. And then still went on for, like, another 15 seconds. It was god-awful. Like, this scream is just endless. It's amazing. So, like you said, it cuts to the coroner's office, and he's going, like, so, like, the, the guy was choked, huh? And it's like, yep. And it's like, okay, well, like, and at this point, we're like, oh, like, with the leash, it'll show, like, ligature marks, right? Like, where it's, like, got, like, the chain in him. Yeah. it wasn't totally clear. Like, it shows that his hand wrapped in the chain. But, like, what kind of mind would you have to have to think that that would mean that he choked himself? So, it's, like, it's just... It, <laughs> well, well, it's not just that he said he choked himself. He's like, no. well, I mean, he had to. <laughs> Nobody thinks that he, he had to himself. have been choked by someone yes. else because look at his look at his uh, his knuckles. They're all bloodied up. He must have fought yeah, back, right? But it's like because the <laughs> chain on, was ripping his hand apart as he was choking himself <laughs> with his own hand. And the corner does this misogynist thing like, too. They, they don't even check the hand to see if it matches. I know they, they don't, don't do anything. do anything. Like they do no work on this. It's as what smart as the cop. Asshole. This corner's an idiot. As smart as the cop is, the corner's a dumbass. So the corner does this yes. really misogynist thing too, because the the cop is like, oh yeah, the, that the too. cop goes Fuck like, well, 
could the girl have choked him out? Like, because everybody around this woman is dying. Three people have yeah. died in like three days around this same woman. And not not even just three people. Three people very closely related. To yeah, her. exactly. Like her neighbor, like, her fiance, her uh, <laughs> brother. Like, what yeah. is going on? Her mother died. Like, so like, what is happening with this woman? And he's like, could she have choked him out? He's like, no, it's with one hand. Like, it has to be a really strong man. No woman could do this kind of thing. And you're like, oh, God. Not even going to yeah. bother checking, right? And so it's, yeah, this whole thing. Uh, and it's and it's like, well, but he must have fought back, though, because his, his knuckles are all worn out on the one hand. What a, it's like, what a fucking they, Like, you wouldn't have noticed that there's, like, a chain mark in the goddamn hand because it's been pushed so hard into his neck. It's just incredible. Yeah. So yeah, they do this whole thing, and the the cop's like, oh, it just doesn't make any sense, doesn't add up kind of thing. And we cut to Texas cop, and this is the least believable part of the scene, uh, part of the movie, mm. because he's doing a warrantless search around the garage of the aunt. So he's there to interview her again, because they talked to her briefly in another scene where they were like, "What? well, would the daughter be capable of, you know, would the, the niece be capable of killing these people? And she's like, oh, no, 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 she's sweet kind of thing. And he, so he's going around to talk to her again, ostensibly, but he decides to just do a warrantless search and look around the garage. And then he's like picking up like animal feathers and stuff. And he's kind of like, huh, like it's like she's sacrificing something in there. And he's trying to like maybe peer in a window or something. And yeah, so he doesn't and no like warrant or anything for this, which is super unbelievable because I mean, this ant is white. <laughs> So there's no way that they'd be doing a warrantless search on this rich white lady. And yeah, it just doesn't add just up. Don't add up. Add so up. I, there's there are some yeah. things in this movie where the plot just doesn't quite make sense. But she catches him and stops him before he gets inside of the the shed and kind of admonishes him like, "You can't do this to me. Yeah. What are you doing looking around here?" And they have this little argument, and he kind of gets you know shunned off from her. But he's, you can tell that he's kind of like, huh, I wonder what's going on in there. And he, he's kind of more suspicious of the ant a little bit now. So he's kind of looking at her. Which is bad for them because now they have to die. Right? Yeah. Like, that just put them on her hip. I, I think that that's the reason why we have that scene because otherwise nothing, that has to nothing be really comes of it. But I think that it's meant to be like, because he's kind of looking really thoughtful at the end of it. So I, I would... I mean, I felt like it, it read the intention of it as like, oh, the cops are maybe closing in on her and now she's getting scared. So she decides that she's got to get rid of the cops. And so I guess yeah. that means that she just psychic, like she telepathically, psychically links with the dog this whole time and lets the dog know who to off next because they've talked to the coroner. Now it's time to go back and talk to the niece again because what the hell everyone in her life is dying <laughs> like this is real yeah why not up. let's do it and so he goes in and he's chat the schlubby cop goes in and talks with her by himself while texas cop waits in the car like he just kind of says to the texas yeah. cop like it's okay just just wait in the car like i'll, I'll handle this one which at least they didn't park halfway on the sidewalk <laughs> like, like an asshole but uh it does, that's one of the things that doesn't quite add up for cop shit, because I don't think you'd really do that. But anyways, he goes in by himself, and he's talking to this girl, and he ends up going like, Oh, I get a really bad heartburn. Oh, it really hurts. Can you get me some Alka-Seltzer? And This was never set up, by the no, way. No, it really kind of comes out of left field. Although, yeah. to me, 
he looks like a guy that drinks elk seltzer. Like a, just, I mean, probably. He just but, is like that I mean, that's more because of it. That's his hobby, yeah. right? Like, like she picks up Satanism. He drinks alka seltzer. That's not because he has heartburn. He he just I don't know. There's something about him that I was like, nah, this is a, like <laughs> like this guy needed alka seltzer. This whole movie. Yeah, this guy like, probably needed that. Yeah, I'm sure. like, yeah, of course he did. Like for whatever reason, I never <laughs> clued in that it hadn't been set up really well because like yeah. there's something about his himself as a character, the way he looks and acts and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this guy needs Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> this is an Alka-Seltzer, man. So the uh, niece goes into the kitchen, yep. uh, opens up get him the yeah. lower part of the sink for no reason, like the cabinet underneath the sink, Yeah. Uh, pours a glass of water, drops two tablets in, I, and then walks away. I need to stop you for a second, because she, she opens the bottom cupboard, like looking for something, yeah. but leaves it open, and the movie yeah. very clearly like zooms in on this empty cupboard, except for one bottle that says lie. Like, it's, there's lie. one bottle in it, and it's just this bottle of lie. So you're like, oh yeah, okay, I see what they're doing here. It's so great so, that they actually set it up so, that much. Yeah, so she walks away. Uh, the dog, the demon dog, gets up, takes the bottle of lie, which is like a drain cleaner. And this is the cutest uh, thing. It's so good. And grabs it in her, her mouth. Walks over to the glass and then pours it. This is a real dog yeah. pouring this this uh, chemical into the bottle or the glass, I guess, uh, and then puts it back, closes the door, I think, and then just acts like nothing happened. Yeah, this dog is it's the most cute. well-trained dog I've ever seen. Like, that's why this movie doesn't work, because yeah. this dog is so well-trained and so cute and obedient that you just cannot imagine it killing people. It's so wild. And yeah, it, it, this goes into the Airbud theory, though, and, like, where you were talking about how this dog did nothing Wait. wrong. It just saw her put Alka-Seltzer in there, and it saw another bottle, and it was like, oh, I can do that, too. I'm going to help. And it comes over yeah. and helps. Like, this was all just a huge accident. Yeah, just like the, in the bath. The in fault. the bath, it was like, hey, I, you know... Your hair looks a little bit messy. Maybe you need a curler, and then it accidentally drops yeah, it. it. You know, so like, just trying to help. Trying... I, I, don't, I don't know how I explain away the chubby <laughs> hand thing. But... It was just giving <laughs> boys. It was just giving him a hand. Oh, I see. All right. So <laughs> and there so, goes the the listenership so, for our podcast plummeted to, to half this day. So 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 the dumb cop. Or I guess the Maverick cop. I don't know the the old guy. Yeah. He drinks the the glass of poison. Essentially, yeah, lie. Uh, starts immediately choking and dies on the spot. And then it hard cuts to the dog standing on top of like a cabinet or something. That dog is so cute. The way it, the way it does murder is adorable. I love they keep putting growls over top of it because this dog has never growled. This dog no. is the sweetest. <laughs> Better wait a while. It's still bubbling a lot. Well, I like it best. Oh no! You wouldn't I'm notice wrong. the taste difference. You would notice that instantly. Yeah, you would. Oh Smell too. <laughs> well, you were wrong. Boomers die again. Um, I don't... I ain't gonna lie, death would be a lot worse than that. Aren't they just gonna blame the niece? They have to take the niece yeah. in now, right? She fucking poisoned this guy. 
Why the dog? <laughs> yes! It's just like what? championing over the death, like, yes! <laughs> it was me! It was me! Dio! <laughs> God damn it! Just like super excited, being like, "Yeah, I killed that guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holding the bottle, I of totally lie. did holding that. Holding the lie again for no reason. Holding the bottle like in her mouth, like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it fuck the that lie. guy." But then it like pulls it back out just to like sit there and mock this woman. <laughs> She's like yeah, screaming in agony, it. it's so watching cute. this guy die on her floor, and the dog's like, "Ah, yeah, I'm a good girl. Look at this, I got the lie." <laughs> it's so good. It just keeps cutting back and forth between them, and Texas cop hears oh, her. Screaming, so he runs inside and he's yelling at her to call 911. But she's she is a broken person at this point, which oh, I no, mean, to like, be fair, yeah, like she's like five five or six people in her life have died around her just like suddenly, in days, and she has no idea why, yeah, like just in like a couple <sighs> of days, like every person that she's ever known and loved has died. It's um, it's kind of tragic. It's real, like, you can tell. Like, it, it would absolutely, yeah. of course, it would destroy somebody. And so yeah. she's screaming, and he's telling her to call 911, but she doesn't do anything. She's just screaming. So we get this. This part's not very clear, but I, I think that it's implied um, because they get a. He calls 911, gets an ambulance for the, the cop, and the cop is obviously yeah. like, well, that cop's dead. So. Um, but it's done in a way where the. She gets taken away, but in an ambulance, like the niece does, and I think I think it's with the and it's cop. with the cop. Yeah, they for some reason, which is weird, and yeah. that's why it's so set up. Why I find it so weird, but I think that what they were trying to imply, and what I read out of it, and I I don't think it was super poorly set up, but it, it just is. It could have been a little clearer. I think that what they're trying to say is that like they're taking her to an insane asylum basically like they're they they're taking be, her yeah. to like a mental Something. hospital because like he's trying to shake her out of it like the texas cop the whole time is like snap out of it and she's just like screaming at basically she the must whole have just time. definitely broke yeah and then at the point, end yeah. when like they're leading her into the ambulance like she's just catatonic and so i'm pretty sure like that was the the idea of that scene is that like they don't need the aunt doesn't need to kill this woman because She's not a person anymore. Like they broke her mentally instead, right? Is the idea? Is yeah. that, and that's why you have like the cut between her and the dog too. Is that it's like I don't even know if the dog was actually there because we had seen the dog put the lie away. I felt like that was almost like in her mind, right? Like that she's like imagining the dog uh, putting it. Like, could be. Yeah. It, it kind of has that feel to it where it's like it's just like all of these things just crashing in on this woman. So anyways, she gets taken away in an ambulance and she's never seen in the movie again. So I'm, I'm, she's gone and done, right? Like it's, the implication is she's either in jail or in an insane, in insane asylum or something. And so now, Correct. what do you have to do if you're the aunt? You gotta cover up the rest of your crime. So she takes the dog Yeah, back. exactly. As everybody's like there doing the whole, oh my God, this cop's dead. Aunt shows up, grabs the dog and runs away. Which makes no sense. 
everyone knows she has this dog. She talked to the cops before and told them that she gave them this dog. They went, there was a minor scene that we didn't really talk about where they talked to the obedience school people. Like the cops went to the obedience school and just talked to the obedience school. And they like, definitely know about this dog. Yeah, they know about this, <laughs> this dog no and sense. that she is the one that had it. But she's like, I've got to cover up the evidence and grabs this dog, takes it away. And she goes out into the middle of this dark, like she goes in at night into this field, finds a cliff. And then she's like, oh, look, I've got your favorite toy and pulls out this Frisbee and starts like playing catch with the dog. And then she throws the Frisbee yeah. off the cliff and the dog follows it, which is the most disturbing scene because it looks more realistic than it should. Yeah, it looks like the dog just literally falls off a cliff. And I was... Not okay you are visibly with that. shaken by that. That one bothered yeah, you. I'm I like, could tell. Oh, yeah. Did they actually throw a dog? I don't. Up no, like, I don't no, think no. they did, but it looks. They do. Yeah, they have it. It's a very realistic looking scene. Ugh. So they throw this. They have this dog dummy go off a cliff, and it falls down onto the rocks. And then they're like, "Okay, the dog's dead." And this is and another scene that makes another leap of logic that makes no sense. Yeah. She takes all of like the dog toys and the dog kibble and like all of that stuff and just starts throwing it down the cliff after the dog to cover up her tracks. And it's like, I don't get it because everyone knows she had this dog. So like the the only reason she did that was so that they could pan the camera back. I, There's no other I reason. guess. But like so she throws all of this in because the reason why they, they pan the camera back is it goes back to her at the top of the cliff. Uh, where like it has the dog dead on the rocks below and it goes to her up yep. on the cliff throwing the stuff in and that's why like so you get the pan shot back up to her and then it pans back down and the dog's gone dun 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 <gasps> where did it go and then it mauls her yeah. which is the beginning the scene. scary mauling that was scene, the mauling the scene from the very beginning of the film that we and had so so the dog kills her and walks away but she's not dead. This is dead, my so favorite goes, moment uh, in the whole movie. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. I'm still alive. Yeah, she does like And then the dog's like, oh, hell no. You didn't just do that. Yeah. <laughs> it comes back for a second ball. It's so good. Like, there's this... For no reason, they have this scene where she gets mauled. The dog, like, yeah. goes and, like, licks her face and is trying... Like, that's what we were talking about yeah. in the beginning where it's, like, it looks like the dog is just trying to get more pets. Like, the dog is just trying to get a, wake a human up and play with it or like get pets or something yeah. like it seems pretty obvious and it walks away and they could have just let that be the scene but instead no 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 she's yeah we gotta do it like, again it goes back and it's like mauling 2.0 electric boogaloo it's so good it's mauling the sequel and it just goes back like, like the, the second again. time she got mauled by yeah. the same dog in the same scene i was a little distraught but by the fifth <laughs> yeah. time when the dog kept coming back, and she kept going, oh, it was just comical I'm still at that not point. Dead. It was just it was great, hilarious. just good filmmaking, really. When you think, oh about man, it. you made a perfect loop of this that I think that we need to put up on Twitter. <laughs> that's really good, like just of this, yeah. like where we keep going back to like this, oh, oh, and then the dog just keeps going back <laughs> in over and over and over and over endlessly. It's such a dumb thing to have added in there, and like the only thing I can think is stretching time. But this movie's long enough, and it's, like, 10 seconds extra or 30 seconds more, so it just makes no sense. I don't know why they did that, but it's it's great. It plays for comedy really well, which I don't think is intended. 
Uh, and that's the movie. It just ends on that. So the dog mauls her and then it goes to a street light and lays down so that it can be like properly epically shot as the credits roll, right? So you, you get a nice shot of this dog that has murdered everybody laying under the street light and it might murder and, again. And that's the end of the movie. That's the movie. We've got Satan so, Dog. Uh, there's a couple things I was interested in that I was looking mm. up while we were discussing the movie here through our podcast. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where the hell I've seen that aunt before. Yes. She is Lily Munster in the Munsters. What? That yeah, makes in the original so Munster series. She would be a and perfect she's Lily also, Munster. And uh, also a character in the Ten Commandments from the 50s movie. Wait, like from the Charlton Heston, like uh, Cecil yes. Lee Mill? Yeah, she... Yeah, and this is what I was saying. Like, she's a good actress. Like, I really felt like and, she was actually had some chops. Yeah, for sure. And, and the niece is in a ton of TV shows. Huh. ER, Murder She Wrote. Uh, like, that's more. There's su- some talent. That's in this more surprising film. to me because that niece is screwed. She yeah. was good. Okay, she was good in basically every other she, scene. She that was still making screen. movies and TV shows. Yeah, like since 2015. Huh. So that's that's pretty wild. I'm surprised. Uh. uh also, Texas cop. I got a picture of him in a fucking tent. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Oh man, did you have to actually shop that, or was it just there? No, that was just on his eye. Oh my god, yes, of course it was. Oh, that's so yeah, good. Of course, I'm like, this guy has to be in a Texas hat somewhere. Uh, oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Yep, first picture of him. There we go. Ten gallon hat. Oh god, he is so Texas. All right, so... He's so Texas. Boyks, would you like to rate this doggo? Oh, boy. Rating Greta's tough because it's the most adorable dog I've ever seen on screen. And it really loves Satan, which is an endearing quality. And when you think about it, none of these situations were the dog's fault. I mean, these are all just... Horrible accidents. Happenstances. Yeah. yeah, What kind of an idiot that the dog committed the murders? Yeah, I would rate this dog 666 out of 10. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, would murder again. Oh, this dog is yeah, would, fantastic. Yeah, would, would watch murder again. <laughs> would watch murder again. It, it's really hard to state. Like, I, I feel bad that I kept on saying, like, you know, 5 out of 7 and 11 out of 10 for dogs because Greta breaks the scale. Like, the, this, this scale needs a yeah. whole new Greta level because Greta is incredible. It really is worth watching this film, even just for the dog, just to see it once. This dog is super cute. It's a very nice dog. Yep. I want to give a shout out to to all the wonderful people that talked about us on Twitter this week. Um, we had Sirius Inc. and of course, like our guest from last week, Mecca Denny, and all the people that have supported us. We've managed to crack over 200 downloads, so that's really nice. If you can, hey, follow us on Twitter. We're at Rough Cuts Cast. Uh, on Twitter and we really appreciate everybody that shares out all of the stuff that we tweet or like when a new episode goes live it means a big deal to us right now as you might know like we just pay to host all of this and it's just a labor of love but uh, it's the more that we get for it, it it's nice it feels good because then it's worth it for our time so we really do appreciate it a lot I agree and oh by the way Ilion would you like to rate this film I kind of do want to rate this one. I don't want to. It's like I don't want to do the joke because I like this movie. End the film. End the like podcast. We're done. Don't you can't rate it. Don't cut. Cut. 